0: welcome to what's hot harlem america with g keith alexander the crossroads where culture lifestyle and community meet all hosted by the legendary new york radio tv personality and proud harlem american g keith alexander
1: well thank you so very very much and welcome to what's hot harlem america with g keith alexander wherever you are I appreciate you for joining our neighborhood as we hang out together in Harlem, America. Now, today in the What's Hot Spotlight is Chuck Chillout, (laughs) my man Chuck. Now, he's the legendary Chuck Chillout, and he began his illustrious career at 98.7 KISS FM. And Chuck Chillout was one of the first DJs to become world-renowned for launching hip-hop music on radio, including playing Run D.M.C., LL Cool J, Salt and Pepper, and Slick Rick. Chuck, uh, his affiliation with old and new school hip hop and R&B has helped him land his title as one of today's most sought-after DJs. You can catch him mixing on 107.5 WBLS on Saturday nights. So, ladies and gentlemen, Chuck Chill Out is what's hot. How you doing, Chuck? What's up, Godfather? How you doing? <laughs> i'm doing great i'm so so happy so thrilled to to have you uh join us uh because yes, i know sir. you're such a busy man and you could be any place right now but you've uh allowed yeah, we, us we're,
2: to- we're not going nowhere right now you know i was underneath the car fixing the car and then i was like oh shoot i gotta you know i forgot i got this interview with g Keeps. So i had to run back in the house and get the computer
1: well, yeah. uh, now, are you proficient as a mechanic? I mean, do you know? no, what you're
2: no doing I'm, I'm just I'm just changing the fuel pump. That's all I'm doing, you
1: know. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know more about uh, yeah,
2: the stuff on cars simple. than I do. Now, I know a little, bit. not a whole lot. I know a little bit. I can't take out no motor, nothing like that. But you know, something simple like that just unscrew it, plug it, plug it. It's simple. it's simple.
1: Oh, great. Okay. Well, I want you to know that you're the the second special guest to uh, do the show from inside their vehicle. Keep, so, keep, uh, a hood, keep a hood, baby. <laughs> keep <a> hood. <laughs> so, so, okay. So now, uh, you're from the Bronx, right? Yes, sir. Okay.
2: So, 2.20, 2.22nd uh, between Paul and Laconia.
1: Got you covered. Okay. So let's take the Wayback Machine and let's go back to your early childhood. Uh, before you got into hip-hop, w- what was life like for you?
2: Well, you know, I was a you no know, regular kid, you know, going to school, um, you know, doing doing whatever you know. Fifteen, sixteen year old kid was doing you know. He goes to school, plays some basketball, you know, listening to certain songs, um, you know, things like that. Um, but my mother had a had a birthday party, and she had this this DJ guy. I should I should have asked him what his name was, but I watched him. He was playing um brass construction. I never forget it.
1: Oh, okay. Brass construction. He was playing moving,
2: moving, mm-hmm. and and I just stared at him the whole night. I was in the corner like, "Yo, what is he doing?" <laughs> right. I just, I just watched him, but you know what? Um, that must have been nineteen seventy six or seventy seven, if I remember right. Yeah, I think it was seventy six. Um, then I just listen to you guys on the radio. You know, KTU and, and and BLS growing up as a kid. You know what I mean. So I was just the whole night. I just watched him. Like you know, I that was my first time actually seeing somebody spinning DJ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, but he was playing the disco stuff. You know, but you know back then, you know we didn't play too much disco. We was playing like we had the hip hop culture thing going with the break beats. And, uh, and it basically was break beats back then. We played a lot of break beats along with the disco cutting it up in the parks. We didn't play too much disco, but it was mostly break beats and some disco. You hear you had um, GQ, Disco Nights, mm-hmm. Clear, uh, Runaway, mm-hmm. and then we'll play Boston Loose by Chuck Brown and yeah. James Brown and Jimmy Cassa. You know, Jimmy Castor, George Clinton, and and, and James Brown with the foundation of hip hop to me.
1: Oh, really? Okay, yeah, Jimmy. Okay, okay.
2: Yeah, I, I got to talk to Jimmy one time on the phone.
1: Jimmy was a great guy.
2: Yeah, he was, <laughs> you know, he was, he was hell. Jimmy, he was- J-
1: Jimmy was my first professional act that I, I, I saw. I was walking down Broadway along with my mentor, a guy named Alton Collier, and mm-hmm. Alton, knew Jimmy and Jimmy was leaning on a parking meter and he had he was dressed to the nines with his suit and his, his everything ahead. and yeah. and he introduced me to Jimmy Castor and I said wow that's the guy with hey Leroy your mama she's calling you
2: I was yeah, so but, impressed but the song that we used to play was just begun
1: just begun yeah just that's begun. the one
2: that that was it was the two the two b boy songs with Just Begun and Apache Mm-hmm. by an incredible bongo rock band. A, a incredible bongo rock band. And ladies okay. and gentlemen, we're
1: listening to uh, Chuck Chillout tell us his life story, and we're also being educated about the beginnings of hip-hop right here at Harlem America. And I want to thank you very much for uh, joining us today and make sure that you follow us and you can pick up this podcast. If you miss the show live, you can always get the podcast wherever you get your favorite uh, podcasts. And also you can get it on com and on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll be right back.
3: Decide that you have something to say and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. the bottom line in business talk.
0: You're listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. To reach our show live today, call in to one 472 That's one 866 472 Also, you can send an email to G. Keith Alexander at harlemamerica.com. Now, back to the show. Okay, well, thank you. We had a
1: little technical difficulty, but, uh, you know, the gremlins got into the internet there. It yeah, worked, and... word, word. <laughs> word. But, uh, Chuck, you, you were telling us about uh, your early years, uh, really before you had I- immersed yourself into hip-hop. You were kind of listening to what was being played at the time, right?
2: Yeah, um, yeah we, like, we were talking about this, the songs that we, you know, in the early days of hip-hop, you know, we used to cut up Jimmy Castle, George Clinton, James Brown. Um, like, Apache, Just Begun, and Give It Up, Turn It Loose was the main three records that, that you played for all the B-boys, you know what I mean, and, you know, and then when I got to meet him on the phone and talk to him, you know, I was like, yo, you know what I mean? Same thing when I when I first met you, you know what I mean? But um. <laughs> Because, you know, you know, as a kid, you know, you're listening to the radio and you listen to certain songs and then you get to meet these people. It's like, yo, it's mind blowing to me. You know what I mean? But um, but I just remember, you know, my mom's had the guy DJing at the party, man. And I, I, the whole night I stared at him the whole night. I, I just was looking like, yo, what? he's got two turntables. What's going on? You know what I mean? So. And he played brass construction all night. You know what I mean? That was the main thing I remember, moving. Moving and changing. That's the main the main two songs I remember. Because once I hear something, I don't forget it.
1: So, but, um, you're, so you're about how old at this time?
2: 16.
1: 16. 16. And then, so we're talking about 76? 76,
2: 76, yeah. 76. Something
1: like that. Okay, yeah. so around, how old were you when um, Sugar Hill Gang came out with Rapper's Delight? Um, That was
2: 1979, 80. So I was 18 then. But a lot of people don't know, man, the first rap record was King Tim the Third. It wasn't Sugar Hill Gang. It wasn't? King Tim the Third was the first rap song.
1: See, okay.
2: And 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 Educate us. It, to me, what I remember was King Tim the Third by the Fatback Band. Gang came... The crash cool, we don't wanna be left behind. And then came um Sugar Hill Gang. But, but, but you know, they stole that from Sheet Good Times. The, the baseline bass line and the, you know, the, the right. That was that was good times. Right. So all they do all they did was play it over, but that was good times. So by that time I was my first team in college and all we played was Stephanie Mill's first album and in good times. I mean, I mean that that good times and the rap was like that's all we played all, all semester. That's all we played. We were playing out the dorms, that was it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was my first time going away from school. I didn't like it. I begged mom to send me back. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So she brought me back. But um, you know, I you know back then, man, you know, you know we was moving around, and then we had certain people in my neighborhood. Like, there was a cat named DJ Breakout and DJ Barron of funky Four MCs. So, he was the first cat I saw play Blow Your Head by James Brown, um, Bustin' Loose by Chuck Brown, um, Apache, um, Mastermind by Mass, Pro- Mass Production,
1: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the Disco Magic, the record Scratching by Disco Magic. Mm-hmm. And then it was cutting up potential by Jimmy Castor. Potential. You know the bass line, boom, boom, yeah. boom. That's so all we, we we didn't let the whole song play. All you heard was dead is, and then the bass line come in, and then it's then that was it. We didn't play the whole song. You know what I mean? But um So, you know, all that was going on and and I bugged my mom's to give me the turntables. So so then my uncle bought some turntables, but he had the, the SO 200s Mm-hmm. he was doing it up big, but he mm-hmm. hated rap. He hated rap music. Really? You know, that, he hated it. You know, he, only rap group he liked was Houdini. <laughs> so, so I'm playing the break beats and the rap songs, and he's playing me all the disco stuff and all the old stuff. So he educated me, and he also kept me off the, off the street, off the corner. Mm-hmm. But when my mom bought me them turntables, she bought me some S.O. 2000s. i don't know if you remember the techniques the, the black ones with the with the big platter you had to push them because they didn't have no power to them. Oh, yes
1: okay yes yeah
2: you, you had to push them you know what i mean because they were they were the worst but to me i, I was open i was I, i'm in there you know what i mean so so you know i did that and you know she's giving me clothes money i'll go buy records like an idiot
0: <laughs>
2: she thought I, she thought i was out of my mind bro but one thing she did say to me I remember one, one time my aunt came over to the crib and she opened up the door and said, look I know where he's at he's in the basement and in the street I know where he's at so once I heard her say that then I knew she was down with me 100 percent but um but believe it or not man that that kept me out of trouble because all my friends were getting locked up going to jail some of them are still in jail. A lot of them because they were doing all kind of crazy stuff when we was growing up. But that whole movement kept me out of trouble. Them turntables wow. kept me out of trouble. That's a yeah. true story. Really? It was the kept turntables. Them <laughs> turntables kept me out of trouble. <laughs> I, 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 I look back, 'cause everybody else is, Oh, we're going over here. Well, I see you later. I'm going home. I'm going to I'm going to practice. You know what I mean.
1: You still have those same turntables? No, or I, do you?
2: I don't. I don't have those. I got some SL200s now.
1: Okay, fantastic, fantastic. Yeah,
2: yeah, but, but you know,
1: I I, I remember I I had uh, a pair of techniques, uh, and I don't remember the the actual number on them. But there was a place called uh <clears throat> excuse me, I forget the name of the place. I went and I bought two turntables, and I've never used them to spin records at a club or anything like that. I just took them home and just pretended like I was a, a, a disco DJ, so to speak. Mm. But hey, uh, Chuck, we've got a, a minute before we go to break. And okay. I, when we come back, I want to talk about how you got into radio, uh, okay. using your craft uh, to uh, entertain people uh, on the airwaves. And ladies okay. and gentlemen, we're listening to... Uh, Chuck, chill out, tell us his life story. And we're also being educated about the beginnings of hip-hop right here at Harlem America. And I want to thank you very much for uh, joining us today. And make sure that you follow us and you can pick up this podcast. If you miss the show live, you can always get the podcast wherever you get your favorite uh, podcast. And also you can get it on HarlemAmerica.com and on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll be right back. Harlem. Harlem, America. It's it, Harlem. Harlem is my thing. Where Chase is advancing Black Pathways.
0: Have you ever thought about hosting your own radio podcast to establish fame, fortune, and followers for your small business? People listen to them, they subscribe to them, and they love them. As a small black business owner, doesn't that sound like something you'd like to be a part of? Well, you can when you hire the radio podcast pros at Harlem America Digital Network. Imagine you'll have a team of creative and technical professionals at your disposal and a one hour weekly radio podcast to spread the word about your business. Making your business successful with its own media is not for the faint of heart, but it can happen with a Harlem America radio podcast talk show. Get a free consultation by emailing G Keith Alexander at HarlemAmerica.com or call D Daniels at four eight zero five five three five seven four one today.
1: Listening to Harlem America, talking to the world from the heart and soul of New York.
0: You're listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. To reach our show live today, call in to one 472 5788 That's 1-866-472-5788. Also, you can send an email to gkeithalexander at Harlemamerica.com Now, back to the show.
1: And that's that lovely and sexy voice, Kevin Brunei. Thank you so much. Hey, uh, Chuck, uh, now, I can't remember which song it was. Um, It was either Rapper's Delight or Grandmaster Flash with the message. Uh, Do you remember the message? You know what? I think Chuck is frozen again. I think we've lost Chuck. Boy. Okay. So anyway, it was either Rapper's Delight or the message. I don't remember which it was. But I remember I was a um, DJ at 92 KTU, Disco 92, during the time, and Fox 5 wanted to interview me and find out what my thoughts were ab- about rap music. Well, uh, I had been in R&B music and, uh, uh, and jazz and didn't know too much about rap music, but I knew I liked Rappers and, and and The Message, so I played those records. So the the um, interviewer wanted to know me what I thought about rap records and, and rap music and hip hop. And at the time we were playing uh, uh, Rapper's Delight and and also The the Message by Grandmaster Flash. Mm -hmm. And so I told him, I said, well, you know, I think it's just a fad. I don't think it's going to be around
2: long. No, but see, but see, but it, but it, but it all came from, the, the Jimmy Spices. I mean, I'm not. I mean, Jimmy Jimmy Castle, the James me. Brown, the George Clinton. All that came from there. You know what I mean? So, from from the year of seventy seven to nineteen seventy nine and eighty, you had the first rap record, King Timmy Third, then the Crash Crew, and then Rappers of Light Right by that time, you know, after that came a bunch of records. After that you know what I mean you had Bobby Robinson with the Joy label nice guy he was a nice guy I met him he was a nice dude Um, I never got to meet Mr. Robinson or Mr. Robinson never got to meet them but I did go to her funeral out of respect for what she's done Mm -hmm. but um Mm -hmm. by that time you know them them records were coming one out the Disco 4 the Sugar Hill Gangs the Grandmaster Flashes the Jimmy Spices the Curtis Blows they were all coming so by that time, you know, with the first cat on the radio playing rap was Mr. Magic and Molly. So there was a nightclub on 18th Street called Roxy's, and then you had the Fun House on 20, I think it was Sixth Street, if I remember right. So everybody was running back and forth there on a Friday night. Right. you couldn't get in there. You would go there. Right. So, but. In the Roxy's, you had Mick Jagger hanging out in there, Leon and Jane Kennedy, Herbie Hancock. That's where he got the idea to do rocketing, from, it was in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Because he, oh. he snatched up DST. He's one of the DJs that was in there.
1: Uh-huh.
2: He used them to scratch the record. Oh, sure. so um, sure that's Yeah, that's how yeah. So then you had um, yeah, him in there playing, Bambada was in there playing. Africa, Islam, so you're talking, because the Roxy was a a roller skating week during the week. I
1: used to go there and roller skate.
2: Yeah, but on Friday night, it it became the biggest hip-hop party. So you got 3,000 people in on a Friday, easily, easily. easily.
1: Cheese and crackers, wow. So
2: I met the world, and everybody was coming in on a Friday. So one night, you know, me and Red was in there.
1: And, and, um, alert, about yeah, red Alert! my Red Alert. He good. was in there. and then the legend.
2: Here comes, here comes this little short dude named Barry Mayo.
1: You're right, good old Barry. Yeah. So
2: he had, he has me, me and Red a card. Yo, I want to put this hip hop thing on the radio. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Money. You, you you already know what you're talking about, right? <laughs> so you know me. I took the card, put it in my pocket. So mm. I ain't paying no mind. So the two days later, Red calls me. Yo, yo, yo! It's real, it's real, it's real. I said, "What?" I said, "Okay, all right." So I went down there. I don't know where I'm going. 1440 Bro. I went down there.
1: Now so, this is Kiss FM for Kiss for, F- for F- the F- listeners. This 14- is 98.7 Kiss yeah. FM. Okay.
2: 1440 Broadway. I went one time. I went two times. I went three times. So the fourth time. That chick, Gail Tonneson, was at the door, was at the door.
1: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. And she got up and went and walked away. So I walked in the back. Right? I don't know where I'm going. I walk in the back. So I see Chuck Leonard and Bob Slate.
1: The great Chuck Leonard and the yeah. great Bob Slate.
2: So I'm looking, going, y'all, that can't be who I think that is. I know, you know what I mean? They started talking. I said, yo, that is him,
1: right? Yeah. So
2: <laughs> then he goes, I go, um, where's Barry Mail's office? Oh, over there, young blood. So I knocked on the door, and Barry goes, now he's you know he you know he had a, a camera that could see to the that whole front desk area. I don't know if y'all knew that.
1: No, I I didn't know that.
2: He had what? a camera in his office. So he goes, I was wondering when you was gonna walk back here. That's what he said to me.
1: Right? <laughs> So
2: then he brings me to Tony Q.
1: Tony Q. Yeah, Tony, Tony was the one that that hired me over at Kiss That's when my, I, I when I left ninety two K to you. I gonna... talked
2: to I talked to Tony yesterday. Talked really? To him all the time. Oh wow! Yeah, he's in he's in Delaware somewhere. So I give him the tape. So before I got home, he called the crib, and my mother goes, "Yo, it's my name." Tony Q called it. I said, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I didn't know this. I assumed I gave him the tape. Right? I called him back. He picked the phone. Hey, man, what's happening? I said, yo, man, you, you listen to the tapes? Yeah, Oh, I loved it. I loved it. This is what I want to do. I want to rotate you guys. I said, what? You want to do what? Hit hey, on, on the radio? So I'm going, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I was, I was like, I'll do it. No I, I, I'll do it. I'll do it. So... He had he had Jazzy J, J on there, the Latin Rascals, me, Red, and some other cat was rotating
1: mm-hmm,
2: once mm-hmm. a month. See, but I knew what it was from the first time I heard it because when Friday and Saturday came, that's all you heard in the street was Kiss FM and BLS. That's all you heard. You ain't hear nothing else.
1: So now we're talking, what year are we talking now? 1983. 1983. 83. Okay, all right. So now you you get this uh, rotation on Kiss FM. What was it that?
2: Um, well, I always I always wanted to do radio because I I was listening to you guys growing up. You know, that was you know I was like yo how did how did do, how do these guys get on here? how did they do this. You know, but they didn't let us talk back then, if you remember. Right, exactly. (laughs) They they, they didn't want us talking. You know, you had to be all, hey, how you doing? You know, we wasn't talking like that back then. You know what I mean? So, but listening to you guys, man, that, that definitely was inspiration, man. You Crocker, Vaughn Harper, Johnny Allen, Bugsy, um, what's the other dude's name, um, you know, Yvonne Mobley. You know, all you guys—Champagnes, well, you know, Charlie Burger. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I listened to everybody as a kid. You know what I mean? So,
1: well, now you have become a.
2: I mean, then when I, then when I, then when I got to meet what's his name because he was what's the dude's name that that was that wasn't Paco the other one? What was the name?
1: Who uh, Frankie? No,
2: not he was a, Roscoe. He was a kid. Roscoe? No, not Roscoe. Carlos de Jesus. Oh, Carlos de Jesus. Okay, so All right. so let me tell you a funny story about him. He was dating this chick lived around the corner from me, mm-hmm. Terry Gonzalez.
1: Oh, beautiful Terry! Yeah, I
2: caught <laughs> I caught him on my block one day. You did. He uh? said, That's what you doing up here, man? He goes, y'all. I said, oh, I know where you going. <laughs> I, know, I know where you going. <laughs> yeah, Terry
1: Terry Gonzalez was a, a yes. singer. Yeah, she was hot. Yeah, she was, she was very hot. They used to bring her yeah. around to the radio station.
2: I saw I saw a lot of dudes knocking on that door and, and they didn't <laughs> get past that door. Yeah, I saw a lot of dudes knocking oh, hey, baby was at. She didn't open that door. A lot, a, lot of, a lot of guys was chasing her, bro. We used to be like, yo, what's going on over there? You know what I mean? Was and then across the street for me was Sylvia Stripling. She lived around what? the corner from me. Terry lived around the corner from me. And Sugar Shipper was right across the street from my house. That really, may, may, may give me your love. It's right across the street from me. Yes,
1: I see, I see. Well, okay, so this was a very interesting time for you. Uh, yes. Now, how did your legend grow from there?
2: Well, well, it started from the from the radio on Kiss. You know, when when we got on there mixing and playing those 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 records along with the disco records. The first it was. You know, we was playing cool in the game, fresh, and Ashford and the Simpson. Then, when the, when the streets found out, they had an outlet where they can hear their music all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Then,
2: it, then, then we became bombarded with with rap songs. Then, and then the legacy grew from there.
1: Now, uh, you you never wanted to become a uh, a rapper yourself? No, no.
2: Uh, you know, you got you gotta. That that's that's not easy. You know, that, everybody it was- thinks it's easy. It's not you know, sit there and write stuff and then stand in front of a crowd and perform. That's not easy. I had
1: a, I had a rap record. I, I had a rap record once. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I had a rap record once. Uh, and, uh, they played it on disco 92 and, right. but I, but I never went out into a crowd or anything to do that because like you say, it, it's not easy. Not easy. You know? And I never wanted to spend my time because, trying because to figure it out. If,
2: because if you whack, they'll throw something at you. <laughs> or or, you, or you, you'll get booed. It's not a good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> a good well,
1: feeling. Well, tell us, uh, who, who are some of the uh, acts you've opened for? Uh, because oh. once you once you became a uh, oh, a, oh. a DJ hey. on Kiss, y- you started opening for other acts and things like that.
2: Oh, huh? yeah, yeah, man. Um, the Ice Cube, the De La Soul, the Public Enemies, the Elder Cool Jays, the Run DMCs. I did, a, I did a show with Run DMC in Atlantic City right before COVID. Man, we was, it must have been, it was the, the Hard Rock Cafe in Atlantic City. You know, it was just me and them, and it must have been about 15,000 people came to see them.
1: Fifteen thousand people. So you have actually played for fifteen thousand people. Yeah.
2: And then when I then when I went on tour with um with um, about eight years ago it was me De La Soul, Ice Cube, Public Enemy, El Cool We did we did thirty five cities. It was the Kings of the Mike tour, really? and that was that was twelve thousand people every night
1: what's that like to provide that energy to provide that uh you know
2: because you've got to keep it going because oh yeah because i I, know because once once i you know i I set the tone in the beginning that everybody else comes on after me and they just one after another you know that that tour was no joke you know i mean everybody rocked out really yeah 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 Yeah, So, so
1: You take your wheels of steel and, and, and everything on a thirty-five city tour.
2: Yeah. I, I I rolled up in the corner on the public enemy bus. I didn't have no bed. And it <laughs> was like, yo, do you wanna come? I, I was like, excuse me, what you think I what do I? I rolled up in the corner. <laughs> I, had my, I swear to God, Keith, I swear to God. I rolled up in the corner. You know, they was like, "You need, you need, need a now. Nah, I don't need no bed, bro. I, I, I stay in the back, no problem." <laughs> you know, you paying me, we we'll do this. Let's go, all right? And man, we had a good time, man. We had a good time. We had a good time.
1: So, 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 kind of give us an idea of what it's like looking out uh into the audience, and you see all these people who are just so. Enthralled with the music and, and the funny uh, the,
2: the funny thing is that the stories that and you also you got to also understand too um G Keith those ninety eight point seven Kiss FM tapes with me and Red you know, they went all around the world bro because people from here were sending them to other people or mm-hmm. in different countries
1: because
2: mm-hmm. it's it's crazy man how them tapes and the, and them Kiss FM T shirts and the Kiss cards they ended up all around the world man you, you go, I, so and your I, I,
1: re- so your reputation actually precedes you before you get to a place. Yeah, folks hey, already know who you
2: are. Yeah, 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 them tapes went all around, man. And there's a lot of tapes because there were times that you know you remember when you filled in and you was on there talking. Mm-hmm. See, it was, it was only person that let us talk back then was you, <laughs> Jerry Young, <laughs> Jeff Jeff Fox, and Bugsy. Mm-hmm. All the rest of them wouldn't let us talk. They would tank. They would tank. So we, wow. we ain't gonna mention no names. Right. But, you know what <laughs> I mean? But you you was like, go ahead, Charlie, whatever. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you was like, Wh- whatever. You know what I mean? You forgot one night I kept you awake, you remember? I brought you, you some know, coffee.
1: You know, uh you, you had to refresh my memory because you was, you,
2: was, you was cause see you would you would you would let me come in and hang out with you. It was only a couple of y'all that did that. A lot of those cats didn't want us in the room with them. You know what I mean? And you was like, come on, come on, young blood, come on, come on. <laughs> so I remember one night I was downtown and you was doing overnights. And you was like, and you was sitting there, you was in the room, you was like, This man, I don't, <laughs> man, I ain't gonna say what you really said because you know where your head, right? Right. So so you was like, I don't I don't, man, listen. You said you said something wild of me, right? And I started yeah. laughing, right? Yeah. So so you because you was sleeping, you was too tired. And I was like, "Yo, man, you gotta talk. You gotta talk." And you bust out <laughs> laughing, right? And I was like, "Yo, you want me to get you some coffee?" So he said, "Yeah, man, go to the store." And I went and got you a big, big cup of coffee. And we came back and I hung out with you till like four or five in the morning. I mean, it wasn't Incredible. too, it wasn't too many y'all that let us in that room. It was you was one of them. You well, know. I'm glad that you're refreshing my memory
1: because uh, let me tell you, there there's so much that uh, went on during those days. And when you're, you know, when you're at the top radio station and you're yeah, you know, so many you're things and people are coming at at you. You know, some of this, you know, you just don't remember everything. So, thank you. you were hot,
2: just say you were hot, son. Say you were hot. Thank you for keeping me awake that night. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Watch. I did it a wow. couple times. I came, I came and checked. though you, you would let me come up and hang out with you. You didn't, you didn't have a problem with. You, you was like, come on, Chuck, come on. Well, thank you, Chuck. That's why I love you to this day. Because you, from day one, you show love. From Day one, you ain't nobody from Adam.
1: Well, thank you very much, and and I appreciate the fact that you call and check on me from time to time. Yes, sir. See how I'm doing. You know, uh, I, yes, sir. I I really appreciate that. So yes, sir. we've got a, a minute before we take another break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, we're going to find out what you have planned uh, for after COVID. And what you'd like to do, because I'm uh, many of us have sat around trying to figure out yeah, what we're going to Wait, it. wait, hold, just hold on. We'll talk about it after the break. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. And don't forget to get your shots. Please get your shots, okay? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. We'll you, be right back. back after trust that? You trust that? Harlem.
0: Harlem, America. It's Harlem. Harlem is my tech.
1: Where Chase is advancing Black Pathways.
0: Have you ever thought about hosting your own radio podcast to establish fame, fortune, and followers for your small business? People listen to them, they subscribe to them, and they love them. As a small black business owner, doesn't that sound like something that you'd like to be a part of? Well, you can when you hire the radio podcast pros at Harlem America Digital Network. Imagine, you'll have a team of creative and technical professionals at your disposal and a one-hour weekly radio podcast to spread the word about your business, making your business successful with its own media, is not for the faint at heart, but it can happen with a Harlem America radio podcast talk show. Get a free consultation by emailing gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com or call D. Daniels at 480-553-5741 today.
1: You're listening to Harlem America. I love it a lot. For entertainment. Check it out, check it out. Empowerment and health and wellness. Ha-ha Harlem America.
0: You're listening to what's hot Harlem America with G Keith Alexander to reach our show live today. Call into one eight, six, six, four, seven, two, five, seven, eight, eight. That's 1-86-472-5788. Also, you can send an email to G Keith Alexander at Harlem Now back to the show.
1: Okay. For those of you who don't know, you better ask somebody. And, uh, this is the, uh, legendary Chuck Chillout he's one of the luminaries of hip hop and we're lucky to have him today and he's giving us a history lesson on uh, the beginnings of uh, hip hop and how he got uh, involved so uh yes now we spoke about covid and and you right before covid you uh played uh, for Run DMC you had 15,000 people yeah. down in Atlanta uh and I asked you if uh during the break, if you had gotten your uh, shots yet and you said no.
2: yeah man, I didn't do it yet, but see, my, my girl is a, a practitioner nurse. She's in my ear every day. You know, I was supposed to go last week. I punked out, but I'm going to go next week. I'm going to take it next week.
1: Well, I took my second shot last week, and I got to tell you, uh, eight, eight hours after I got that second shot, my arm started hurting. And before I went to bed that night, I had some pains in my body, you know, a few few little pains, nothing major. When I woke up the next morning, though, my arm really hurt. And I had and I really had pains all over my body. And I kept sleeping on and off that next day. But then that was on a Thursday. And then that Friday I was okay. So, uh, you know, I I was sort of hesitant, but I had heard a doctor on television say, uh, if you have the first shot. And you get COVID, we can save you. But if you don't have the shot and you get COVID, we might not be able to save you. That's all I had to hear.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, well, I'm, uh, like I said, my girl's a practitioner nurse. She's, you know, she's almost, she's that close to being a doctor. So she's in my ear. Y'all, what you gonna do? I'm like, okay, (laughs) I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do
1: it. Good, good. So, uh, you know, because of COVID, a lot of us have have spent time here at home, and you couldn't be on the road. You couldn't make your appearances and things like that. Uh, have you discovered things about Chuck Chill Out that you had known before, or or have you decided that you're going to try something different? That uh, how well, how we, are you reinventing we, we, yourself?
2: Well, we all had to adapt and make the transition, man. You know, you had to look into other ways of of um monetize yourself, try to make all the money somewhere else. um, Do other things. And then, like, you know, BLS Studios was only open to certain peoples. You know what I mean? I'm on there every every Saturday night from 10 to midnight on BLS. And then I just started doing um, LL Cool J's Dr. Bill XM channel. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm on there every Friday at 9 o'clock from 9 to 11. So I I just started doing that. So... You know, we you, you have to find other ways of bringing in money. You know, try to find some investments. You know, do other things. You know, but um, but I, one thing I learned about myself, I know, I know, I already had it in me, is that you know, you, you can't give up. You gotta keep fighting. You know what I mean? You, you know, I always say adapt and make the transition. You know, you gotta, you, you can't stop, man. You gotta keep going, man. You know, no matter what's going on, with you, you can't you can't stop. You know I
1: mean? that, that's your motto. I, I I believe I read somewhere that that's your yeah, motto. Don't man, stop, yeah. can't stop. Can't stop. Pick yourself up and yeah, it, yeah, it man.
2: Adapt and make the transition. That's what I want. Mean. You know I mean? There, there I mean. you go. I mean. now, you,
1: you have a catchphrase that you use. Uh, let's go, boys, or something like that, right? No, nah, that? that's Flavor oh. oh, Yeah, yeah okay, Flavor <laughs> Flavor, <Play, play>. but, <laughs> but you flame. have something. But you say let's go or something like that or what is your catchphrase?
2: you know i call you know that's nervous that's that's not popping things like that you know i never said let's go but nah, nah and i'm i'm live you understand with the what, having one of my promos on the station i got that on it you no
1: know, like i've that. heard i've heard you say something about let's go or something but but anyway if <laughs> if you say that it's not you i'll take you at your word but uh, i not, i know that i've uh, heard you say something well, about you, let's go.
2: We're probably saying something else. We, we, you know, both of us probably don't remember what it is right now. But it, will come to me. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh-oh. So, all right. So, in reinventing yourself. Yeah,
2: yeah, 10%. And,
1: okay. So, reinventing yourself. Uh, what do you think you're going to do when COVID is over?
2: Well, I want to. I want to hit the road, man. You know, now I got this this national platform. And then me and you know I, me and El been talking, so I mm-hmm. think he's gonna I think he's gonna hit the road again. So you know we gonna probably do a couple of cities. You know I'll, I was trying to talk him into doing you do know, him run DMC, uh, L Cool J, Public Enemy, MC Light, you know, House of Pain, and and wow. probably the Rhymes or something. Wow. You know they could do that probably in a bigger arena. You know what I mean? Because you understand, man. You know, I you know, generation from thirty-five to fifty-five love the old school rap. You know, that, that new stuff they don't really like it. They don't, you know. That you know, I call that new stuff space music. That's what I call it. <laughs> space. And, <laughs> you know, and and the show I call XM is the it's the no space music show where I play the real yeah. hip hop from the from the seventies to two thousands. So okay. yeah, so you know, I'm playing the boom bap, the break beats. A little reggae in it, do a little ball molly in there. Uh
1: huh. So, so what time are you on? Um, LL's, uh,
2: um, family? 9 p.m. to 11 every Friday, Eastern Standard Time, and 68 on the West Coast.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So
2: I just started about a month ago.
1: I see, I see, okay. Uh, and um, so how does that work out with? You just mentioned a a litany of of names. All all of the the artists get together and they decide on how they're going to bust up.
2: See what happens? Everybody knows everybody, right? Mm -hmm. So they'll get on the phone, yo, how about we get this, this, this and that together and and try to make it happen? So one person will call another person or the promoter calls one person and, and starts the fire going, because, like, there'll be a, a, a instance, well, say, like, if you didn't know LL Cool J, everybody mm-hmm. knows me and him are tight. Mm-hmm. So you'll be like, if you want to get in him, you will call me and I will call him. And then I'll be like, yo, they trying to do this, trying to do that, blah, blah. you need to get your management team to talk with one person and see if you want to go on the road. That's how it usually starts. You know All right. man, they, they like they'll they'll be talking like right now, for next year.
1: Okay. Okay. Next summer. Okay. So Everybody. now, all right. So all right. Now, how, how did they decide to bust up the money? Okay. It's a thirty-five city tour, uh, and we're, we're charging uh, fifty dollars a ticket.
2: Now how- you know on on that show it's more than that because more than that because you got you know, a lot of people on there is getting, getting a lot of bread tonight. <laughs> like, like L-, L ain't cheap. Ice Cube ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. Public Enemy ain't cheap. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they make they may take a pay cut because you got thirty cities.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? But yeah, you know that that truck I told you, man. that told we did we did thirty five cities, man. And everywhere we went was sold out.
1: Incredible.
2: Everywhere we went, we, Tampa, and we we oh you know, we came to New York. They stuck us in. Which was, to me was the most stupidest thing ever. They stuck us in Roseland. So, you know, Roseland only holds about 8,000 people, right? Right, right, right So right. it was 3,000 backstage trying to get in, <laughs> right? Right. And then you got the 8,000 that's already inside. You got another 3,000 in front, late minute, trying to buy tickets. It was, you know, it was crazy out there. It was crazy. It was crazy. And I was like, why would you? Bring all of us here, in this this spot is too small. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. should have took us to like either the could cut off half the garden, or he might have could have done the Beacon Theater. Beacon Theater holds about eight thousand people. You know what I mean? But the, the, the Roseanne was too small.
1: So, it was too small. so, so I I, uh, I I guess I should understand that you guys are planning a big tour after COVID. Yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, I'm hearing I'm a little rumblings. You're hearing a little
2: rumblings. I'm hearing a little rumblings. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yo, uh, <laughs> I'm hearing a little rumblings. Yo, yo, I'm getting that right now. Yo, uh, yeah,
1: I'm getting that. Well, now, is, El, I, I know LL El, is a good friend of yours. and I, I, I saw LL about two years ago backstage at the Apollo, and we we took a picture together. He was the host of, of the show, and I was the announcer. But uh, but I've not seen LL perform lately other than no, he's, on he's, he's uh, uh, his, his TV show. His TV he's show. I've watched him on his TV
2: show. He's, he's a problem. He's a, he's a problem? He's a problem. You can't come on after him. He's a problem. There's, 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 a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a couple acts you don't want to come on behind. He's one.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: KRS one. Mm-hmm. Public Enemy. Okay. Ice Cube. Okay. Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick. You're going to have a problem. Really? Yeah, cause you you cause you gotta come with your A game. Yeah, they're gonna they, they gonna do their thing. The crowd's gonna be wilding, and, and if you come on after them with some more mediocre show, you you gonna get booed.
1: Give me a story uh, one that's that stands out in your mind. Some some funny story or some very uh, okay.
2: Uh, uh here we go. We was on. Okay, oh, here, here's another tour we was on. It was um the Art of Rap. We was in Vegas about five years ago. Mm -hmm. It was me, Curtis Blow, Mob Deep, Ice-T, KRS-One, Naughty by Nature, and the Sugar Hill Gang. It must have been 105 degrees out there, (laughs) right? (laughs) Right. So I see Ice-T. He pacing back and forth. I said, what's wrong, money? Yo, you see who's on this show, Chuck? He said, Yo, I ain't going on last. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So, so I bust out laughing, right? So then, then I see, then I see, you know, Kara Richardson's real name is Chris. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Chris is in the corner watching everybody because he's doing counter surveillance. <laughs> he's watching everybody what they doing. So when he comes out, he stomps the mud hole in you. Here's a problem, bro. Really. Then, then Chuck D goes, damn it, I got to change the lineup. Chris is on here. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, Keith, I swear to God. I watched you know, them. They, Carol's wasn't nothing to play with. And then Mob Deep was on there. And that mm-hmm. was Mob Deep's last show before Prodigy passed.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I was there at that. Mm-hmm. So Mob Deep was, was ill and naughty by nature. Sugar Hill Gang, Kurt. It was, man, it must have been about. Probably eight, nine thousand came that. And it was 103 degrees. It
1: was hot. Don't forget. It. Who is the best rapper you've ever worked with? The, the who, give me, name three of the top. You of all four, time.
2: You got 4% left. Um, okay. I'm going to say to me, my, my, it's Public Enemy, Karis won. Ice Cube, L, o Cool J, um, Nothing by Nature's No Joke Live, and Eric B. and Rakim.
1: All right. Now you, you know and you, Dougie you And
2: Dougie and Slick Rick.
1: And Dougie and Slick Rick. Okay, but you left out LL. So <laughs> no, I said, oh, I said, oh, okay. All right. Okay. Well, you
0: know,
1: this has been great for me because there's certain aspects of hip hop that either I did not know or I have not remembered uh because of so much. But you have certainly uh given me uh new insight. Uh and I really appreciate that. And we've got about Yeah, but we
2: know but, but we we watched all of you guys. You know what I mean? Yo you you're our foundation. We watched and learned from you and Man, there was a couple of times on that tour George Clinton popped up. <laughs> he popped up, really. He, he popped up in Houston. Hmm.
1: That
2: was my first time actually actually talking to him. And then I met Bushy Collins in L.A. Oh,
1: yeah,
2: and I'm watching these guys. He still got the big crazy glasses on and the boots <laughs> yeah, and the big hat. And I'm going, yo, you gotta be kidding me, bro. You know what I mean?
1: Well, hey, look, uh, this has been wonderful. We've got about two minutes left. Chuck, chill out. Uh tell everyone your real name. Chuck Turner uh, Charles Turner. It's Charles so, Turner. Yeah. So folks will know that I'm speaking to uh Charles Turner. Who how'd you get the name Chill Out real quick? Chuck, chill out. <laughs> well, you know, we've got, you know, we got two minutes.
2: You know, you know back then, man, you know, you had to fight back then. So you know, Chuck, chill out. That's where it came from. You know, you know, we got a lot of scraps back then. You know what I mean? So it came from that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, Chico. Hey, I love you, brother. And, save me a car,
2: Father.
1: And I appreciate you so very, very much. And thank yeah, you man. for I know we had a couple of technical difficulties with nah, this. here. And I hope you get your car fixed real yeah, soon. I'm, yeah, we,
0: we going, fix, back on, gonna go going back. I'm going to
2: go back up underneath. and fix that fuel pump right now. I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to fix it right now. I'm going to go up on the right now.
1: Well, thank you. So have a great day and a better one tomorrow, and don't judge your brother or sister too harshly until you walk a mile in his or her shoes. And it's remember, so life is tough, but you're tougher. Thank you so very much for listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander.
0: Thanks for listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. We'll be back next Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. in New York on the Voice America Variety Channel and the Harlem America Digital Network. Thank you for listening.